Welcome to Chester Pride's first ever podcast, Chester Pridecast. We're taking it digital again to bring you on-demand LGBTQ topics, news, advice and a good old chinwag with our community. Before we begin, we'd just like to say the following content may contain strong language and adult material that may not be suitable for all audiences, so your discretion is advised. Any views or advice expressed on this podcast are the views of Chester Pridecast and do not necessarily represent the views and the opinions of Chester Pride. Hello, he, she's, they's and them's and everything in between. Join us for everything Pride and beyond. I'd like to introduce myself. I'm Wes. I use the pronouns he, him, and I'm a pansexual. Now I'd like to go around the studio and introduce the whole team. First of all, Diana, do you, would you like to go first? Yeah, sure. My name's Diana. I'm a trans woman and I use she, her pronouns. And I'm, I'm really excited to be here today. Might go next. <laughs> yeah, you could go right, next. Okay, um, so I'm TJ, I'm a gay man and I use he, him pronouns. And yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. And see Brilliant. Find out. Hi everyone, I'm Carla. I'm a gay woman and I go by she, her pronouns and I'm excited to start this off. Hi, I'm Jason and I go by he, him or whatever you want to call me as long as it's not an insult. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I'm really excited to see where all this goes. Fantastic. And we have a great team. We're all right. Yeah. Yeah. We're all right. We're all right. Well, I just want to start the first episode, as it's the first episode, if we can discuss our firsts. Mm. Yes. Our firsts. Jason in the corner there. (laughs) (laughs) Swimmering away. What do you mean by first? So first, um, this could be your first coming out story. Oh, right. Mm. Yeah. Like so not necessarily the first person you have sex with. I guess. Well, <laughs> I'm still a virgin, obviously. <laughs> I can tell that. Yeah, can we were walked in. <laughs> so yeah, if Lovely. we start, if we start with our first coming out stories, um, yeah, Carla, do you want to take it away? I'll kick it off. Um, my coming out story was interesting. I was sort of forced to come out because my sister came out first. Oh, and so she came out as bisexual. Um. So I sort of didn't feel too much pressure, but I thought I might as well do it now to get over and done with. Um, Rip the band-aid off. (laughs) Yeah, rip the band-aid off. And my mum was really good about it, uh, but unfortunately she was drunk at the time, so she did take it well, but she was drunk. So uh, so in the morning, it wasn't the best experience because she actually left the house, and um, I was the only one in the house, and everyone else went somewhere, and I was on my own. Um, but it turns out it's because my mum was trying to just process everything. Oh, bless her. Uh, so she did say that she's really proud of me for being able to, like, tell her. Uh, but she did have uh, some concerns because she did want grandchildren. Mm. Uh, but luckily, I mean, you are a triplet. So. Yeah. <laughs> luckily, uh, we do have a big family. So, of course, my mum, my mum's not too concerned about that now. I can't help but think that you piggybacked off your sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would not make it easier, though, that your sister had come out yeah. before. Yeah. So it must have made it a little bit more... It's like, oh, by the way, me too. <laughs> yeah, just jumping on the bandwagon. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so yes, I just went for it, and it, it turns out really good in the end, so I, I got lucky. Oh, fair dues. I mean, mine's quite a similar story. I mean, mine wasn't with my parents. It was with friends in college I thought I could trust, and she was a great friend, true ally, because she's, she's lesbian as well, mm. but then she thought I should come out. 
So she took that off me and told everyone. No. Yeah, so everyone, I mean, thankfully, a lo- everyone was relatively understanding. Mm. Um, but there was one person, because at that moment I thought, you know, my world's just upside yeah. down. Yeah. yeah, I'm rolling a ball and die. But <laughs> not dramatic at all. Exactly. <laughs> but there was one person that like approached me afterwards and was like, "Look, I'm actually bisexual too." Mm-hmm. So then we we formed a great friendship after that, and it just you know just that validation from someone else. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, thank God, not, you know, I'm not the only one. Not the only one. Was your friend trying to help you by coming out for you? Just yeah, I think she was trying to, but you know, there's a way of going about mm-hmm. it, yeah. isn't there? In and her that head, is, she was doing the right thing. But yeah. in reality, it's not, is it? Exactly. So, yeah, that's mine. I mean, go on. What's yours? <laughs> Can you remember that far back? Oh, yeah, that far back. Back in 1891. The thing is about coming out, it can actually be a gradual process. It can be like you come out in one section sure. and another and another. Well, that's um, it. It's yeah. not your first coming out story. Exactly. Yeah. Well, my first coming out story was, um, I mean, I, I, was, I went to a Catholic school. And um, I've always been sort of like, yeah. <laughs> I've always been, uh, you know, sort of like outspoken. And uh, good long story short, um, we had a substitute teacher come into the classroom and a really, really nice guy. And uh, all the class was like being dead ignorant and noisy and everything. Like that. And I just turned around and I'm not a swatter and I just turned around and said, we should, because he was getting really uncomfortable. Mm. So I said, we should up. Anyway, the, what you call, used to call back then, the cock of the school, which was the, Tough lad. Yeah. Um, he turned around and said, Why, what were you going to do about it? You're queer. So I stood up, and the teacher, who I can even remember his name now, Mr. Robinson, to me, mm. said, Jason, Jason, sit down. I said, Honestly, sir, I'll be fine, fine. So I went over to him and I said, What did you call me? I'm not going to name the guy. I said, What did you call me? And he went, Queer. And I just grabbed hold of him and I kissed him. <gasps> no. Oh my in from, God. In front of the whole <laughs> class. Yes. I literally sat back. He was dumbfounded, and the rest of the class just clapped. Wow! The wow. And that's my first coming out. <laughs> that's amazing. Not dramatic. It's yeah. not dramatic. <laughs> and the weird thing was, he followed me around for weeks afterwards. So it must have been a good kiss. Uh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> we started the story with a supply teacher. I did. Yeah, I know. I thought you were you like, like, the supply teacher. Right. I watched that video online. Yeah. And then he locked me in the boardroom. I feel like mine's dead boring to everybody else. It was literally I was 11 years old and was just tough. yeah I was quite wow, young like the first friend I told anyway I didn't yeah. fully come out until I was like 15, 16 yeah. um, but I was just on MSN and just, uh, just chatting on MSN yeah. and it just casually came up in conversation and we were both just like yeah a little bit gay a little bit gay. <laughs> just a little bit today. Yeah. Just, a little bit just a little bit of a secret gay relationship for a couple of years oh, in school. Oh, that's, that's cute. cute. That was the first time. That was lovely. At 11? <laughs> yeah. I was sure. Pretty... The first time I ever actually did anything with another lad, I was four. No. Four years old I was. Oh, I was the other lad a, a priest? Can I say no. that? <laughs> same age. Same age. Same age. It, was, it was reception class. We were before you used to do primary school. And it was like, I don't know whether it was very early developer but actually I've, I mean I've always found men attractive I've never yeah. been like questioning it yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I I just literally me and this other I can't name say who he is um, but me and this because he's now married and all that uh, <laughs> uh, and we just like doctors and doctors not doctors and nurses <laughs> doctors and doctors and uh, was, I've always been aware of that I've, that's the weird thing I think with, with me is I've never had a problem with it sure, yeah. it, it was still coming to tell my parents yeah but They've always thought I was different. See, anyway. I'm the complete yeah. opposite yeah. because I think for me, because I originally came out as bisexual, mm-hmm. um, obviously I'm pansexual yeah. now, um, 
But I had a girlfriend for four and a half years. I helped raise her baby. Yeah. Oh you know, it was, a, it was a great relationship. Yeah. But I, at the time, I thought, I don't need to rock the boat. Yeah. In, yeah. A, in a sense, because, yeah. because she wasn't fully on board, mm-hmm. you know, you know, testing the waters with, oh, what do you think of these kind of people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get a sense from that then. But I thought, you know what? I don't really need to say it out now. You know, it doesn't affect my life. I'm yeah. happy as I am. So. Exactly. And then it just meant I got to um, experience and, you know, discover that side of myself later on in life, mm-hmm. in my yeah. early 20s then. So you came out as, like, bi first and then mm-hmm. sort of went on to gay, because that's basically... Uh, what, bi. bi to gay. See, that's the and thing, isn't it? Is yeah. Pan can you well, explain so... what pan? I mean, can we cover it? Yeah, yeah, certainly. Because I'm a bit... Nice. Not thick, but I'm just... Uh, pan, what is pan? So for me, I would say it's an extension of bisexuality. Yeah. Um, but it goes that, that step further. It's more so, inclusive. Yeah, exactly. So Not for me... binary bisexual. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I am attracted to a person. Yeah. The whole of that person. You know, it doesn't... It's regardless of gender... Um, identity, all that kind of stuff. So, so would you say bisexuality is more towards gender? Yeah, so that's like it's, female and male yeah. exclusively, whereas, yeah. you know, I think pansexual, a lot of people I've discovered are coming, re-identifying as pansexual because yeah. they think, well, like me, I'm a bit greedy, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would be your story then? Because, so, like, did you come out as trans first? Oh, God, well, I've had, like, three. Yeah, I suppose you have. Yeah, yeah. it's been a few so, like, I mean, when I was younger, I thought I was a straight boy for mm-hmm. a long time. And it was till about, like, year eight of high school when I started having, like... Gay thoughts. The dreaded gays. So I dealt with that for a while. But then I came out in sort of, like, my last year of high school to my group of friends. And everyone was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember it was, like, 2015. And I'm a 1999 baby, so I'm, it was 2015. Right on the verge. Like, the, the, it was New Year's. Yeah. Yeah. So I came out to my mom and I went out for New Year's and then I come back and she was a bit like thrown for a loop because in my family there's like, there's only been one queer person before my generation and he really lived a, a horrible life. Mm. So was in the 90s, yeah. Yeah, so like their, you know, perception of it was not great at first. Um, but I mean, they were fine after a while and um, I think like shortly after that I started experimenting with gender and I identified as fluid for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So I did both. Um, and that was fun because I definitely wasn't ready to like let go of my like, I guess, boyhood yeah. in a way. Yeah. Because I was alright with being a boy when yes. I was younger. It was fine. Um, I was comfortable. But I also needed to express like my feminine side as well. So I did that for a while, but then I had a breakdown. <laughs> I know. But it was it was so stressful maintaining two wardrobes. But then I guess it was like sort of um when the first lockdown started, like some things went on and I really like had a lot of time to sit down with myself and I was like, no, I know for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you had time to evaluate and think. Yeah, I think everyone at that time didn't. I they? think yeah. it, it's it's been a few years of like LGBT awakening. Yeah, are, because everyone's had time yeah. to think. I was gonna say it's not like a quick process. It does take time to figure out who you are, and that yeah. comes from like speaking to other people who are part of the community, or like seeing something on the TV, or to, you know, even isolation though, because it's it's almost like practice. It forced you to practice introspection. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would just sit in the bath for hours and be like. I think I'm a woman. 
<laughs> well, it just it just going back on to what you said, TJ, about we've had this discussion previously how you had, you know, a group of friends who you could discuss these kind of things mm. with. Mm. Um, and not everyone has that. So yeah. I think certainly the aim of this podcast, I would say, is, you know, it's a place where you can express yourself, you can ask us questions. You know, we, we will be setting up um, our socials um, so you can ask us questions, ask us advice, or even just tell us stories that you just want aired out. Um, I think it'll be a great opportunity, especially from a, a wide spectrum of the community that we've got here, um, to do that, really. Yeah. Tell well, us yeah. your dirty secrets and we don't want to <laughs> That's it. it. That's, it. <laughs> That's it. So we will have on our socials. I will mention them at the end. Um, we've got a Curious Cat. Um, which is a anonymous platform. So you can email in your stories or questions um, to the email address or tweet us um, or alternatively, yeah, use the Curious Cat um, if you'd like to stay anonymous. We want to be that group of friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But there's probably a lot of people out there that don't have the group of friends that you know, exactly. like yeah. I had when I was growing up that I could talk to. So those people that don't have it, this it's, is their group of so friends. It's so important. Yeah. Like, Especially having a variety as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. It's so important like when coming into yourself as a queer person to have other queer people to speak to. Mm. Yeah. That's what if you, you don't have just to hear a voice, even yeah. just to hear a, a voice that can be like a representation of what you're feeling. I think it, even you might, even if people don't, are not ready yet to speak openly, if they can actually even hear us talk yeah. from all different avenues in you know, the queer community, um, I think that will let people know that even now, even now with all the TV, all the programs, all the films, people still have that sense of isolation because mm. the problem is. No matter what we like to try and say that we're progressing, we have progressed. We, I think, we still the fact that we have to come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is the problem because I think if one day people won't even think about it, it will be you are what you are. But people's always until you actually come out, mm-hmm. they presume you are a heterosexual yeah. individual. Because my dad said to me when I came out to him, he was like. I'd rather you didn't come out. I'd rather you just come home with, with a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. 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 Then th- yeah. It's like that's the better way to do it. See, my parents were were very different. They were. We wish you'd have told us sooner. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you, we feel like you know because I dealt with it for so long hidden. You know, it did affect me personally with my mental health, mm-hmm. and I think they were more concerned at the fact that I'd left it so late in life to say it. Yeah. They think you know you could have come to us a lot sooner with mm-hmm. it. I think the idea. The problem that my parents had, one, my mum, I mean, she sobbed her heart out when I told her, uh, but she she was, she was cried because she was frightened. Yeah. She was frightened for me. Same. Yeah. The problem is I've yeah. come from an Irish family, uh, a lot of them, you know, boxers, mm. tough men. My dad, I mean, my dad was a bodybuilder. My sister was actually a bodybuilder. Um, <laughs> so uh, the thing is, is, is a lot of it was the idea of, even now, even today, the idea of being gay they see it as being less uh, less masculine, yeah. which to me then also shows that there is a massive misogyny in society because oh, even yeah. if someone is feminine, why is that seen as less? Yeah. 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 But well, that shows it is. Okay. It is you must have experienced that quite a bit. So you, like your oh, yeah, because I was so femme before. Mm. I mean, uh, homophobia a lot of the time is discussed at feminine qualities mm. in yeah. a male person. Mm. Well, it's, it's like the thing, though, like, you know, homosexuality is across all of nature. The only animal that is homo- homophobic yeah. is, is yeah. us. Yeah. Human beings, yeah, exactly. 
Which is is shocking. Give it up for the, the lesbian otters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yay! Yeah. The queer penguin dance. Oh, I love the queer penguin. Same. I've not seen... Who are these queer it's penguins? Like, yeah, two lines. Queer penguins. So there was these as well, so there's two lines. That, uh, so there was two yeah, queer idiots. penguins in Germany, in a German zoo, mm. and there was an egg. It would be they a German raised, zoo. They raised yeah. eggs. It was, they raised <laughs> eggs together. I've uh, not seen this. It's so Where have I been living? <laughs> I want to see these gay penguins. Well, speaking of... Right, someone needs to send me this because I need to watch it. So on the penguins, mm. let's go on to first loves. Ooh. Very oh. salty topic. My right hand. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Both every hands. boy's first. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I just got that. Anyway, right, so... <laughs> yeah, first loves. Are you, why did you look at me then? Why did you look at me? Well, <laughs> I was aiming at Carla. <laughs> Go ahead, Carla. Yeah, so my first love, um, it was in sort of like the Bebo and MSN oh, days. Yeah. So yeah. I think everyone starts there, don't yeah. they? You don't, yeah, I was going to say you don't know what Bebo... Oh, stop Bebo, it. MSN, oh, sorry, MySpace. Have I just aged? I'm just going to away. Though. Yeah, so I met my first girlfriend on like an instant messaging thing. Oh, yeah. And she was from my high school. In the year above me. Oh. Um, so my sis- my sister is also in the year above me, so they weren't friends or anything. Oh, okay. And my sister thought that person was a bit weird. So I um, was worried about telling her yeah. the most. Um, but yeah, so it was kind of a secret relationship for about six months. Wow. That was my wow. first love. Um but to be honest, I wasn't ready to come out at that time anyway because I was only like 15. Well, that's it. It's so like it's probably you... better that it was secret mm. at first. Like yeah. learning. Because if I yeah. told my parents that, oh, I've got a girlfriend now, and then two weeks later, I haven't got a girlfriend anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you just outed yeah. yourself. Like, What's going on? Oh, are you going to get a boyfriend now then? <laughs> yeah. Did you get to like hang out in person? Uh, yeah, a few times, yeah. So we'd like go to the park and stuff. I, I knew like, you were going to say that. It's always the hard park. With a WKD. I was only 15, so like, yeah, yeah go to the park and things. Um, but it, it ended as quick as it began. But yeah. I think it's because when you're young, the things just stay, don't they? Mm-hmm. Um, young love. But yeah, it, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird to think how. But it was. it always felt normal. Yeah. yeah. So like it made me realize like yeah this this is this is who I am because I never I never felt like it was weird it felt normal to me mm-hmm. it just felt I knew it would just feel weird to the rest sort of the rest of the world in my head. Yeah. I was like this feels so right to me but why would it be so wrong for other people? Yeah. Um so that that was my main sort of obstacle in coming out because I was like well everyone's just going to think I'm weird. Yeah. And like I like the well. girl in the year above. Yeah. yeah. Like, I might as well just she out, be normal. Uh, yeah, so it turned out this is a juicy story. I felt Juicy story. <laughs> Dan, producer guy, cut it out. <laughs> um, so it turns out, because I was 15 and really naive, and obviously we didn't have any of the same classes together because I was in the year yeah. uh, below, so she actually had another girlfriend. <gasps> oh, 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 I love this. Coronation Street right They were in the same class together. Dan, you're not allowed so, to put this out. Yeah. 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 Dan, don't put it in please. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so what year I was didn't this realize. Girl? Was she in the same school? Yeah, so she was in the year above. So I was in year oh. ten. She was in year eleven. So she had a girlfriend in her year and a secret girl. 
Yeah. Because she's getting a belt. Yeah. And I I found out because um the person so the my first love will say. Real girlfriend. Her real girlfriend seen like messages on Bebo and stuff. And, and more um, scandal. Yeah. Oh, no. So that, that's how she found out. And then I realised because someone else told me. And then I had like non-stop phone calls for about four days. Oh no! Just, How am I only finding this story this out? Is amazing. <laughs> Can we have a whole book. episode just to this? And then, I love it. Um, yeah, and then I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to be friends with anyone anymore. I'm not going to date anyone. I'm just going to stay on my own for a little See, bit. See, I had the same similar situation yeah. after after I'd my first girlfriend I was talking so that to that was a, your first love yeah yeah okay. so we can skip my first love anyway <laughs> <laughs> but in the same sense I like my first male um, interaction I was also talking to a girl at the time so I was like you slag <laughs> I mean aside from that obviously but you know you're at catch 22 I'm like yeah. right I'm finally discovering myself who I am what I want to be and now I'm stuck with both of them I'm like mm-hmm. Literally, the life. Oh, oh, I know. The smallest. Oh, God. But because it's such a conflict. Oh, little violin over there. (laughs) Just because it's such a conflict in your head when you're you're starting that, you're just like, you know what? I'd rather be out of this than Mm. try and navigate it. Mm. I'll ask a question myself now because obviously we're all open, we're all. This is not a non judgmental, this is just wanting information. Yeah. Obviously, as a gay man, I like men. Right. So. And you've always liked that. I've always liked men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I remember, at the, I say at the age of four, um, my, my dad at the time, he was a builder. Yeah. And apart from being a bodybuilder, he would bring his workmen home. And they were hard. And they were these beefy, gorgeous guys. That's why, I, that's why my, my, my husband now, if I so my husband, he's a big bodybuilder. Like, I like him. I, 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 <laughs> I just like how you yeah. just walk in. <laughs> that's like, him on the first, that's the first photo I ever saw of him, that's him now. Just for oh those that can't say, he's showing a picture of his. Oh, yes. Obviously, oh, Hunky Osman. Nothing else. Facially. He looks like Thor, actually. He's got long hair. Kind of. so, <laughs> um, so, yeah, so basically, um, these very masculine men were coming in, and I used to be in awe of them. And this is the weird thing. Do you know how you have, like, smell association? Sure. If I smell pasta now, it's eternal. Oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, you know when you have fresh plaster? I love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, it's a, because it's the smell of the workman. Because yeah. they've been plastering away. So now, put a little bit of plaster on. I mean, I'm not bit. being funny, but there's work going on in the studio. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I'm you like, I'm in place. <laughs> I'm a little worried to be around you right now. <laughs> but yeah, so, so, yeah, so this is my question. Um, so as a pansexual mm-hmm. uh, person, obviously, uh, when you were first coming out, you associated yourself as bisexual. Yes. Um, would you say that's one way it's easier I suppose because you can cover it up because you can be, you can be with a girl mm-hmm. you can pretend you're heterosexual mm. um, I think what, that's like where a lot of bi comes yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah exactly but would you say but then also there's also more of a confusion because we always we always like to put ourselves into the little boxes because it gives us a sense of security yeah mm-hmm. so when you have this oh yeah well I, you know, for me yeah I like guys I've always liked guys never even kissed a girl always knew I like blokes right so for me that was fine but when you're bisexual, 
there's a, a, a very grey area, isn't there? It's Which a, that adds to the confusion, or does it help? It's it? a know. mind fuck. It's a, mind, it's yeah. a minefield of mind fuck. <laughs> is all I'm going to say. But yeah, I think it's it's in my later. I say later years. I'm in my mid th- early thirties. Early thirties. Early thirties. And a very and a very youthful looking. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. But it's it's during COVID again, like you said, like having that time to think, and I mm. thought actually. I'm not just this because I'm mm. attracted to these other people. Mm. Yeah. And I thought, well, actually, I'm, you know, I, I don't have those hang ups anymore no. to think, oh, I need to be in a box. Yeah. And I think it's, it's great to see on social media, you know, in, in pop culture, that kind of, it is such accepting now. I mean, mm. there's still lots of work still to do, obviously, mm. which we've always got to advocate for, but it is so much more accepting now. So I think, well, why should I just stick to one thing? Yeah, exactly. Always reevaluate yeah. yourself. Yeah. And it, it can change at any time. Like, exactly. There's there's no box. No. Like, we're putting ourselves in something that doesn't exist. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. That's true. Because all of it's just a social construct anyway. Because mm. it And I think that kind of limits people from actually figuring out who they are quicker. Because they think I have to be gay, I have to be straight, yeah. I have to be bi. Yeah. Also, you're, like you're young free people, to change your mind as well. Young people don't like they don't think about bisexuality. If I feel like if young people, even if they say like a young woman's had like four boyfriends and then she kisses a girl at a party, she'll go home that night and go, "Am I gay? Yeah. I'm gay." Yeah, yeah. they, yeah. Do, they yeah, don't exactly. seem yeah. to think about it as yeah. different. See, for me personally, I mean, boxes helped because. Growing up, not knowing what I yeah. was, I kind of thought, well, if I can put myself in that box, at least I'm grounded. I know yes. where I yeah, stand. Like, you stand like, yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. But now I'm comfortable with who I am. I can take myself out of that you should, box. You still yeah. have put yourself yeah. in the box because you labelled yourself pansexual. Well, for so me, another, I mean, yes. Yeah. So I think we need too many boxes, guys. I think, right, I think of these like boxes and labels as more of... They're just quick and concise words to tell you a series of facts about that. Yeah, yeah. 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 It shouldn't be limiting. It doesn't need to be limiting. Well, it's a spectrum at the end of the day. Yeah. 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 It's like, like, it's just like colour your hair, right? For instance, you can, you can have brown hair one day, but if you want to dye it the next day and put a different colour, you can be that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at that moment when you meet that person, so they can understand you, who you, you are as an individual, she you say, I am this. Yeah. 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 I am yeah. this. Well, it's like growing up, I, I called myself a pendulum by. Yeah. So, you know, one month I would be. I've never heard that. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's kind of like you know, one month I may be you know thirty percent attracted to men, yeah. seventy to girls, and that in itself kind of that sounds confusing. Exactly, yeah. it hindrances a um, were you, were you relationship. Ever, like, in a relation, you were in a relationship with a woman, and then you swung yeah. the other way. Well, no, I, I know I'd never cheat on anyone. Oh, yeah. Do you know? I think this is a big problem. I think which puts a lot of fear, especially in the gay community. I think mm-hmm. because I think. From a, a, a gay, because the first time I was ever cheated on was actually with a, a lad cheating on me with a girl, right? And that was the that was the, the first thing. And, and as a gay, I think what it is because it's so hard. You come out, yeah. Whether you're gay, bi, trans, whatever, you come out and you go through that rigmarole of coming out, mm. and then you come out and then suddenly you're faced with people that are coming out, but then. They're not, you know, they, they they identify as you know black and one gender and then yeah. other and things like that. And I think I think people associate promiscuity, yeah. yeah, with being pansexual or bisexual. And I think it's wrong. It's I think that is wrong. Yeah. It's, 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 it's But people yeah. think that because they think, oh well, they can't be satisfied by me. 
Yeah. It could be what See, something else, but this is what I think that's what people have in their head. I'm not See, for me, right, I've not. always said to anyone I was in a relationship that knew I was bisexual, mm-hmm. it's like, say for example, you're a gay man, yeah. there's 10 people in a room, five of them are men, five of them are women, you have access to five, five people. Yeah. Exactly. A girl, you know, who's a lesbian, she has access to five women. Yeah. Me as a bisexual man, I have 10 people I can choose from, mm-hmm. but I pick that one person. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it for me a bit more special because I have so much choice exactly. and I decide to choose that person. Yeah. I think that's it's nice. Sweet. So that's, but I think that's what people need to hear. They yeah. Need to hear that because there's that mass. I, I know that's why I think there's a lot of prejudice in the gay community towards bisexuals. Because oh, certainly. I, yeah, I mean, I've found yeah. I've been targeted more from gay people. Yeah. Than straight people. No. Yeah. Yes. Well, really? Gay yeah, people found, always found, say, found, pick a side. Yeah. I, I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. I hate no, that. So but again, it's it's understandable. Yeah. Because we desperately need security. Mm-hmm. And then when you've got That's people, not secure, yeah, that no. when, when you've got someone who you thought was a part of your team, mm-hmm. and they can play both sides, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So it, you, you feel oh, I'm not supported, or I'm, I, it, it's, it, my little group isn't is a bit more shaken than I thought it was. This because I've often had an argument with people, especially about prejudice, and I, and they hate me saying this. So people probably hate me. Saying this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Being prejudiced is natural. <laughs> it is natural to be prejudiced yeah. because it's the animal herd instinct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I it's think if I, we actually understand yeah. what it is. Mm, that is right. It doesn't mean say, you know, if we understand what it is, then we can address it. It doesn't mean yeah. say it's right, mm. but for instance, if you're any animal, if you're outside the animal's herd, you're seen as a threat. Sure. Mm. So we all have our herds, we all have our identities. Our tribes. Yeah, tribes. Yeah. And anything outside of it, naturally, based upon we're we're animals. We like to say we're human all that, but we're animals deep down. That's it right. will hit at us at a very, very deep level. Mm-hmm. So I think if we understand why people are prejudiced. Yeah. And then dealing with, with it from that way, instead of seeing it as a big demon and think, oh my god, yeah. it's bad. No, it's not. It's natural. Yeah, but it's not helpful. So. <laughs> yeah. But you as can, humans, we have the ability to stand back and we're trying control to protect that. Yeah. ourselves and yeah. people that are in it's our natural. little group. And then we just... Exactly. Yeah, and you can have those initial thoughts come to you yeah. as long as you take the time to like examine it. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to know what I thought about you guys first time I met you all. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's for a, a different well, time. Yeah, there we'll you go. <laughs> but I think that's what needs to be understood because, again, because instead of where something could be like seen as um, something that you would fight against, if you can try to understand it, then you can find the common ground again. So yes. it's, it's, yeah. it works that way. Anyway, mm. Yeah, definitely. Why? That was that was deep for episode one. <laughs> um, well, I would like to just go through to the next segment of the show. Um, Especially monkeys, gay news or LGBT oh, news. Dead. Yeah. yeah. So, like you said, um, those pesky monkeys. Um, the UK looks to be the winning fight against monkeypox. The UK's recorded more than 3,500 cases, but in the recent weeks, there's been fewer than 100 new cases. Wow. Fewer now, than 100? Fewer wow. than 100. That's amazing. Wow. Right. But it's, it's right. interesting because we mentioned earlier, didn't we, how, you know, as soon as people have found out, well, the media have, you know, clocked on that it's the LGBT community that are more affected, it's very suddenly gone quiet. I've, I've never heard about it on... I've only heard about it off, like, other people talking about it on yeah. the internet and stuff. Yeah. I've never heard of, I've not heard a whisper of it on, like, I was, news. I, I don't know anyone that's had it. What no. is monkeypox? I will see. I've yeah, heard about it? it, but what what is it? Really I have no it. idea what well, it is. Well, it's it's very similar to chickenpox, isn't it, yeah. really? Um, so you get legions on your skin. Um, oh, right, okay. Yeah, so... so and it, let's, is it more lethal, though? Right. I wouldn't say... Or is it... You can't die of it, can you? Can you? I don't know. 
Yeah. Well, this is it. It's, we're so we're so uninformed. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but this is the Fact issue. Chat, this is the so issue. So <laughs> obviously, once it came out, you know, everyone was talking about it, but it's yeah. suddenly just gone yeah. silent. It's but it's the also LGBT. gone. It, yeah, exactly. So, why? But also, yeah, but also, what I think is, is I don't know. Maybe you might disagree with me, but um, do you not think that because it was suddenly labelled as, as part LGBT of the LGBT, yeah. that actually, because we've gone through AIDS, we've well, gone, yeah, we took more action, yeah. and we're used to dealing with something like that, so yeah. that could have been a, a very, very strong factor to it. was a pretty quick response yeah. to it. But this is the thing, I think this time round, I mean, I'm not obviously comparing it to the AIDS crisis, no. but this time round... Like just looking on dating apps like Grinder and stuff oh, like that. Already, people got, are yeah. like ticked, vaccinated yeah. straight away. Like wow. you know, like on prep, which is fantastic. It's a different world, isn't it? Exactly. You know, you've got these kind of things that the stigmas go in. Well, I remember. Obviously, I was a teenager in the nineteen eighties. So, um, oh man. And then they'd have Grinder apps for signals. It was it was a it was a death sentence. Yeah, yeah. It was it was his death sentence, and it's it's remarkable. I mean, I remember God. I remember because as soon as I turned seventeen, so that's nineteen eighty-seven. As soon as I turned seventeen, um, I passed the test straight away on the very day. I, 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 I jumped in the car. Driving, yeah, yeah. yeah. Driving. Yeah. 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 It's like what? Yeah. 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 As soon as I was seventeen, I got a positive, positive test. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, I, and I jumped in the car. Jumped in the car and drove for Manchester. Oh, um, oh no! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See so, where this is going. And so, so basically, it was like you know, seventeen years there. old. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, and obviously, obviously, it was in clubs and it was illegal. I mean, thank the the, the, the this is a weird you heard thing. it here first. Yeah, this, <laughs> but this is a weird thing. Obviously, obviously, I own pubs and they lie on the vic and they all that and all that. So I own pubs and all that. But I've never touched a drop of alcohol in my life. Don't even know what it tastes like. What? I've never touched alcohol. Never wow. smoked. Never smoked. Never oh touched drugs. Wow. Never touched a drop of alcohol in my entire life. That is so rare. Yeah. And I mean, actually, never touch even a drop. I even had a sip, right? Wow. In my time. So the good thing is that's always meant that I was always in control of myself, mm-hmm. and uh, so I was never in a situation that oh, yeah, I yeah. wasn't, you know, uh, under the influence and things like that. So, but I remember going through, and it was the it was the AIDS crisis, and it was so you see, scary, everyone, well, everyone did disappear. They'd always disappear yeah. in the winter months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you'd you'd go on the scene, and I remember this this was in Queer as Folk. It's actually was uh, I thought oh, a historical gay oh, documentary. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> amazing. Because what what you, you did you used to go out, and it's like oh you didn't see people that you knew. Yeah, and it's like where's no, dead. Oh, he's yeah. gone yeah. home. To his always parents dead for a few months. Yeah. Well, it's like you know, isn't it? And oh, wow. people don't realise what it was like. It was like yeah. it was. It was odd, but it was it, it it was weird because also it pulled the community together. Yeah, but this this and is one massive support element. Yeah, mm. so for oh, it makes me cry because I've had a lot of conversations yeah, yeah. with people about this kind of topic. You know, I think one aspect of us being able to be so open now is because there is so many of us now. If you think back, obviously back in the nineties, people were dying left, right, and so early um, late eighties, early nineties, people mm. were dying left, right, and so so right a down. lot of our community was wiped out, yeah. and now it's getting to the point where the children of the nineties are growing up yeah. and expressing themselves. It's almost like because pe- I've heard it from people saying, "Oh my god, everyone's gay these days." I think, well, no, it's actually the community's yeah. back to where it was yeah. Yeah, where it before, been. where it should have yeah. been. Yeah, I mean, section twenty eight now. Well, obviously, but that's for another topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's very political now. Isn't yeah, it? maybe not that. That's for another episode. <laughs> so get back to monkeypox. Yeah. Yes. So, well, the other section of news, a little bit of good news. Um, 
In the new Scooby-Doo movie, finally depicts Velma as a lesbian. Yay! Yay. But we knew. <laughs> we knew. In the, movie, she, in the movie, she develops a crush on another female character, and fans have taken notice. Mm-hmm. So is this animated movie? This is yes. the animated movie. Not yes. the live-action one. Not the live-action. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think it's good that a lot of, especially the older kind of... You know, programming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. is mm. kind of, is you know showing the um, the inclusivity. Sorry, but it's like Marvel. They're they're such advocates yeah. for it. You've got a lot of LGBT characters, especially now coming out. Do you think it's weird that Disney Disney's took over? Wow, it's gone really LGBT. Which, you wouldn't Which is weird because Disney is so anti-gay. Yeah. <laughs> or, or allegedly, although there's that many gays in quote unquote. Yeah, allegedly. well, I mean, <laughs> don't get, get directly there's that many yeah. Disney <laughs> gays out there. Yeah, exactly. But they've yeah. never had. I mean, Dis- what they've had like maybe two yeah. in, in actual. Baseline did like not other property like baseline Disney content. They you know, it may have like, always been characters. implied, but it's yeah, never been. Never like, yeah, they were very classic so. implying things, yeah. and yeah. never actually came out to say. Because I, I don't ever remember any TV program when I was a kid which showed a gay relationship. I mean, I don't yeah. know what Bill and Ben were getting up to behind the past. <laughs> oh, no, I, I never yeah. saw anything that was or only a bird. Yeah, but oh, no, they were so. They were sleeping together, weren't they? Yeah, they say were. Well, I will say. The um the original writer and creator of Scooby Doo has said on record, and this was a few years ago, that Velma was always supposed to be a lesbian. Yeah, that makes sense. And it was just you know like at the times they weren't allowed to have that on TV. Yeah, mm. exactly. Well, it's like in in I dare say Harry Potter, Dumbledore's mm. always been implied to be gay, but it's exactly. never been you know mentioned, expressed, or anything mm. like that. It's a bit yeah. of a rat con. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, did you ever find Velma? Uh, attractive? Did, did no. you think she was a scooby <laughs> Not, no, not even didn't. in the live action movies. So no. here's here's a good topic then. We've all had, and I will admit <gasps> it, an <gasps> animated crush. Character crush! Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 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 So I'm going to go around the room and you are going to confess to me oh, your animated so crushes. I'm going to say mine was Belle and Aladdin. Straight from the off. Okay. Go on. Okay. Oh, God. I'm There's so many to balls. choose from now. <laughs> I'm going to throw some curveballs. Google the horse from Spirit. <laughs> right? I have no idea. And they are, there are so many thirst trap boys on TikTok that look exactly like the horse from Spirit. Probably like a curly horse. hair. <laughs> that is a good looking yeah. horse. <laughs> I power. do not know who that character is, but no. I'm going to take a word for it. No, I'm, going to, I'm going to Google it. Google it. <laughs> you should. Give me a Google. Um, who else is there? And this is animated. It has to be animated. Oh, by the way, if anyone has their animated crush, please tweet it yeah, to us. Yeah, tell us. with a picture, because we yeah. can be able to see yeah. it. Of yes. course. We can read them out then. <laughs> oh, well, go on, go on. What's yours, then? I, I mean, the only one that I know, no one's going to know, it was a character in Fortnite. It's a, a Fortnite skin, so we're not going to no, go I'm, into I'm, that. What? Tell me. It was my, like, my husband's like a game streamer. It's so like a wolf. It was like a wolf. A wolf? No. Oh, oh, that's one of my yeah. first. It's not actually mm. to have sex with a werewolf. We're getting a bit fairy. Oh, sorry. I mean, we don't judge here, but go on. Yeah, that's the only one I can think of. I can't think of any others. Oh my God, that's I never really watched animated films. I only saw my first Disney film like when I first moved to uni. Oh, wow. That was only a couple of years ago. Of what did you watch? Strip him of his gayness. Take that card off him. I used to 
go outside, you know. See <laughs> go and there. play. Go and play in the mud. That's why he's go and play in the mud. In the park. Yeah. <laughs> I was. <laughs> go on, Carla. What's no, your? I'm the same. I, I didn't really have one. I don't think. Oh, I feel I feel weird now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we that one time. You were shagging a horse, and you done nothing. Mine mine was um, Tiger from Thundercats. Oh yeah. So, of course. Yeah. I'm sure. Man. I like the mm. skull guy off that. Skeletor. Yeah, Skeletor. Skeletor. He was yeah. sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a big, like, you know. What, it, what was it with the cartoons? But like, Biker Mice from Mars, they were all beefy yeah. rats. <laughs> oh, it was like, because yeah. it was gay men that drew this. It was the same yeah. with the superhero comics, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, Wonder yeah. Woman, yeah. the guy was like, um, really into S&M yeah. stuff wow. so she was always like she'd be like she had a whip yeah she had a well literally <laughs> she would yeah. Always have my phone yeah. she was always like handcuffed and like she'd be like l- tied to things and locked in a closet yeah. and oh all that God, always put in these like really really <laughs> um, subby scenarios because the the artist that's what he was into I've mm-hmm. missed out massively on this animated game what was oh, going on yeah. Wow. I mean, aside from sending us like animated porn, yeah, which we would just... you can send me on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, the DMs are open, but <laughs> feel free, like I said, yes, yeah, send us your your childhood animated crush. crush. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I'm still fucking tired of so many <laughs> yeah. bastards out there that have got some weird ones. I will say, I think that um the Buzz Lightyear from the new anime, I think he's fucking hot. Yeah, it's not very <laughs> And it's Chris Evans, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Is that, that's what it is, really. No, no. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Silent. I Silent. Don't. Yeah. Oh, I'm afraid we're going to have to like look to wrap it up, guys. <gasps> oh I mean, I will go through a few little pointers for our, for our listeners. Um, so we've got our topics of conversation coming up. Um, so we're going to cover so many topics. Um, first of all, We'd like to cover mental health amongst LGBT people. I mean, I think that's a very prominent topic to talk about, certainly. Um, Dating and dating apps. I mean, I know we've mentioned Mm -hmm. a lot today about dating, (laughs) but I think that's such a topic to cover. That's what I mean. Dating and dating apps, two very different things. Well, exactly. Compare and contrast. (laughs) Um, Going out and coming out. I mean, we've came out today, but we'd love to hear your stories on your coming out. So... Feel free to message us. Um, you can email us if you'd like to leave any names out. We can, we can reorg- anonymous. Yes, yeah. exactly, anonymous. We can change names. So feel free to message us as much as you want. We'll get back to everyone, um, and we'll pick our favourites for the show. So we'll add this as a yeah, as a permanent demand. segment. Obviously, anonymously read it. Though. Of yeah. course, yeah. So we can add. We'll add this as a permanent segment. Yeah. To offer advice, to listen to stories. Because we want to be your queer friends. To exactly, talk to you. exactly. We're nice people. Some of us are rotten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Thank you, guys, and hope to see you soon. Yeah. Bye. 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 Don't forget, you can reach out to us or email in your dilemmas via email, pridecast at chesterpride.co.uk drop us a dm on twitter at ch1pride or send in your message anonymously via our curious cat found on our twitter chester pridecast is produced by studio 30,000.